wooden one and probably yours if you want it back, right? I guess my Board directors, may I have your attention, please? It's time to bring our meeting to order. Nonprofit organizations will go through significant difficulties at one time or another. Some struggles are dealt with behind closed doors. Unfortunately, others are played out in the press. In some instances, the selection of a new chief executive is one of the outcomes. How does the new CEO work with the board to forge together a new future for the organization? Welcome to BoardStar on Being Board. I'm Jose Vasquez from BoardStar. We're here in our storefront office on Brady Street in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today we have Daniel Finley, President and CEO of the Milwaukee Public Museum with us to share his experiences as a new executive who walked into a rather public organizational crisis. Welcome, Dan. Happy to be here, Jose. Dan, why don't you describe for us the situation that you walked into when you were selected as the new president of the Milwaukee Public Museum? It was nothing short of catastrophic financially. The Milwaukee Public Museum is truly one of the city's most venerable cultural institutions. We've been around almost 125 years. And over that period of time, the museum's gone through a number of transformations and, and other financial crises. But we had some very serious problems manifesting themselves over the last five or six years or so, which is not uncommon for not-for-profit organizations. As you said in your introduction, frankly, all of us are pretty fragile to a degree. The difference that we had at the Milwaukee Public Museum is, regrettably, some staff people failed to inform our board of directors of the severity of the financial crisis until it was so severe that the institution was, was uh, almost bankrupt. The county government of Milwaukee had to step in and provide some immediate financial backing. Uh, our bankers had to step in to uh, offer some loans. The staff people involved were released from the organization, and I came into that situation where the entire community felt betrayed by the actions of both the staff and the board of directors. So I had to immediately reestablish uh, credibility and begin to back into place uh, the appropriate financial controls that any good not-for-profit organization needs to have. Dan, I've known you for many, many years, and, and I know that you are an accomplished administrator. Uh, you served as the county executive of a major county here in Wisconsin. Why did you want to become the president of the museum? <laughs> I think all of us have been to the public museum probably many times over the course of our lives, and we have our favorite exhibits. We have the dinosaurs and the butterflies in the streets of old Milwaukee and the rainforest and now the IMAX theater. I saw on television the story unfolding and candidly looked at my wife and I said, you know, maybe I can help. And she sort of chuckled and said, what do you know about museums? And I said, well, I don't know a lot about anthropology and botany, but I know a lot about managing a budget and public relations and fundraising and certainly working with government officials. So I felt I could be helpful. And I picked up the phone and called the chairman of the board of the museum. And uh, I guess the rest is history because I've been at the job now almost two years. Uh, very busy two years, I can imagine. <laughs> We're still ironing out problems. The trouble we had back in 2005 when it was first revealed, when everyone stepped in to keep the museum afloat, that was short term. And we needed to put in place a long term solution. And that's what we've been working on in the last few weeks. Indeed, how do we make the public museum viable for another 125 years? Dan, as you know, the focus of our podcast is the board of directors. Mm -hmm. And so share with us, what were some of the changes that the board was already making and even before you came uh, I think a board of directors of any not-for-profit organization has two fundamental responsibilities. One is stewardship. 
they've got to keep an eye on the finances of the organization and to always keep in mind the mission and keep focused on the core responsibilities of what that organization's been chartered to do. The second primary responsibility is fundraising. They've got to go out and convince friends, neighbors, companies, foundations, uh, anyone who will listen that the charity is worthy of financial support and to go out and try to uh, secure that for the institution. In the case of our board of directors, I'm afraid they probably didn't do either job that well. Now, in their defense, in many ways, they truly were misled to thinking that everything was rosy at the organization when indeed it was not. So they didn't necessarily feel the need to push. But like the captain of the ship, they're responsible ultimately for the organization. And uh, in this case, they accept that responsibility. And as a result, many have resigned from the board over the situation. The board of directors, because the crisis went through a leadership change, the chairman was new, uh, new finance committee chairman was put into place, and some people with some really, really good business background. So I was confident that they could get a handle on the finances and can certainly uh, lead the organization through the uh, transition that we'd be going through. When I came in, they told me all the bad news that they knew. Unfortunately, they didn't know all of it, even after I started. So I refer to my first few days at the organizations as my days of shock and awe. As you walked into this situation, what kind of relationship did you have to establish with your board? The first step I took was to go out and meet individually with every single board member to ask them exactly what their expectations were of me and what their hopes and visions were for the organization. Certainly to go out and talk to the Milwaukee County Board of Supervisors as well so they would be confident in the new leadership taking the helm at the museum. All of those things put together were really how I spent much of my early days was just trying to establish credibility in an organization where there was none. What advice would you give a board of directors to avoid the kind of a situation that this board found mm -hmm. itself or that you needed to walk into? The situation at the Milwaukee Public Museum, if, if there's a silver lining to the cloud, is that we scared probably every other board of directors of a not-for-profit organization in the region into paying better attention to their responsibilities as a board member because uh, everyone thought things were fine at the museum when indeed they weren't. And people came to the realization that maybe if, if it can happen at the museum, it could happen to me and my organization. The board of directors have to be vigilant. And if I could quote Ronald Reagan... Trust, but verify. You can't run the organization without providing a, a great deal of trust in your staff. If you're going to look over their shoulder every day and micromanage, that's a very ineffective way to run any organization. So you have to trust your staff. But as you get back to that stewardship concept, you have to verify mm -hmm. what they're doing. And from time to time, that means asking hard questions. That means certainly talking to the auditors. That means maybe going out and getting independent consultants to take a look at things. I go through an annual performance review where we have an outside consultant come in and talk not only to the board of directors, they talk to the staff, they talk to some outside funders. So that's how they verify that the trust they've put in me is well-placed. Well, Dan, as we started the uh, podcast, we, I mentioned that all organizations will experience difficulties at one time or another. Mm -hmm. But from listening to you and the advice and experiences that you're sharing with us, it's apparent that a board can and an organization can work its way through those difficult moments. Almost every single not-for-profit organization goes through a sort of a difficult financial period. There are lots of factors outside the influence of the board 
you know, when governmental changes come in place, a new elected official takes over, whether it's the federal level or the local level, uh, that can have an impact and you have to be ready to, to move in a new direction. The local economy has a, always has a major impact on fundraising. Fundraising is never easy, but when there's a downturn in the economy, that makes it even tougher. Uh, there's so many of us out there raising money, too, nowadays, mm-hmm. that that has an impact on us. So the board really has to be nimble to mm-hmm. adjust to those kinds of changes in the economy, in, in the political environment, into uh, the, even the, the, the competitive environment. All of those things have to be taken into account. While nonprofits will experience difficulties at one time or another, not all react to them in the same way. With this podcast, we have shared with you, our listeners, one instance in which the board had to step up to take leadership of its organization and lead it through its crisis. Today, Dan Finley from the Milwaukee Public Museum shared his experiences as the incoming new CEO working with the board to jointly lead the organization through its difficulties. Thank you, Dan, for sharing your insights. Happy to be here. BoardStar offers a galaxy of programs and services to strengthen nonprofit boards. Through our work, we envision strong nonprofit organizations governed by diverse, passionate, and resourceful leaders. Visit us at www.boardstar.org. We hope this podcast episode has enlightened you to become a star on your board. Thanks for listening. Thank you.